Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. You guys. We all up in you tonight. We did it. So we completed good. the Breaking Bad season of The Bachelorette. Will you accept this Great news. I've got an exciting present for everybody. We're all going on a road trip with Aunt Lindsay. finale episode of Will You Accept This Rose? My name is Arden Marine, coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. Guys, I'm behaving. Do I want to be in person? Yeah. Yeah. Am I wearing my visor and my puka necklace? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Delta variant. She's a mad beast, and I, I, I can't be a part of a spread. So I'm back on Zoom. I'm back in my shame hole. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. But I, it is what it is. I'm pissed in particular because these two gentlemen, this crossover, the this crossover podcast madness that America didn't know that it needed, but once it got a taste, it was like, oh, give me more. Well, you will have more today. Your rookies of the season, they came in hot a couple of weeks ago, brand new, loving on Blake, calling him John Travolta, here for it. These two gentlemen host my favorite podcast to be on, not only because I love flavors, (laughs) but I also have grown to love my new friends, these gentlemen. Um, Nick Weiger was a writer on At Midnight and Comedy Bang Bang. And most importantly, he is a hero tasting flavors every week with his partner, who is also here, friendship partner, not life partner, just for clarity. Um, We have a gentleman with us who also is a flavor-tasting sensation. You can see him in an action movie with our friend Marilyn Rice, come excuse me, called The Tomorrow Mm -hmm. War. Uh, They are the hosts together of a spectacular podcast that I'm sure you've all listened to, but if you haven't, what are you waiting for? The Doughboys, ladies and gentlemen, Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell. Wow. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having (laughs) us back. Yeah, this is great. You guys were such a hit. Our fans were like, we want more of their opinions. They were fans. They were all in. They thought you guys were spectacular. How are you doing? Good. Doing great. This this was a I let let me say this. Talk to us. Uh, This this has been this has been quite an experience. First off, guesting on the podcast and having that be my introduction to the Bachelorette French Bachelorette slash Bachelor franchise. Yes. And then immediately being hooked. Mm-hmm. Like just I've yes. I've gotten so in, I've watched every episode. Me and my lovely wife Natalie, we've we've gotten so into it. We've we've watched every episode together. I thought of you last night watching. It. I don't mean to interrupt, but I I thought of you and your bride last night, and I thought, yes. oh, Nick's wife is so psyched. Like because because I have to say, this season delivered to me. I thought it got more and more exciting and crazy, and I was thinking of you guys, and I thought, oh, they're yes. having fun over at their house. At the Weiger house is pretty happy tonight. <laughs> oh yeah, it rarely is, but last night <laughs> so we're, we're got, doing okay. So you got full. You had a little taste, and you got fully hooked. Yeah, one like just just flapping around like a smallmouth bass, just so hooked on I this know. franchise. It's 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 a it's a delight. Yes. And yes, I yes, know yes. that this this was a unique season, yes, because yep. normally like for something like hometowns. 
which seemed bizarre that they're doing hometowns in. I'm sure you, you I, I, I know I know for, for sure you covered this, sure. but it's bizarre that they're doing hometowns by having the relatives fly out to them. I love uh, them. Yes. But 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 it's still like so I know this is a unique season because of the yes. world we live in, but it was still just such a it's such well produced in uh, yeah. a television like I, I just I, uh, I, I I'm so into it. Can I just say that thrills me to hear you say that? I feel the same way. And this is my third uh, season in a row watching f- that is trapped in a hotel. You know, like this is three <laughs> in a row. You three in a row. Three in a row. Um, let me, before we keep, I just want to also introduce, we have with us, of course, the production team. We couldn't do this without the production team. What a journey we've been on, ladies. Anna Hosnia, Katie Levine, how are you? Great. That's the kind of energy that I'm looking for. <laughs> are you high right now? What's happening? Did you, are you high? What's going on? No, I wish. Okay, great. <laughs> Katie, Katie, what's going on? I'm great. I'm excited to talk about this, you know, most dramatic season ever. I got to say, wow. I didn't think it was going to be dramatic at all. I thought it was going to be boring. And I got to tell you, I thought it got better and better and better and better. And I was here for it. I, I just realized they don't know every season. They would always say, this is the most dramatic season ever. So oh, okay. it was a bit of a joke. But yeah, they, it was a pretty <laughs> it dramatic, was dramatic though. It really did end mm-hmm. up being very dramatic at the end. I, I feel like the bad Mitch. suited because I wasn't. I'm um, I, like Nick. I didn't. I, I. I. didn't embrace it as much as Nick did. I will say that I had fun watching it. I definitely yeah. had fun watching it, and I went back and forth between like, is this bad for the planet or is it good for the planet? But I. But overall, I really had fun with it. Like I. I, I really did have. I did have fun with it, and I'm doing better than uh poor yeah. Zozabra, oh, the giant Zozabra. statue that they <laughs> Zozabra. By the way, I, I, it was. I I kind of I was actually surprised at like how kind beautifully animated it was. I mean, it wasn't just some shitty paper mache. That was like like lighting on fire or a really cool ride at Six Flags. Yes, the lights lit, the the eyes lit up. <laughs> yeah, I, here's I got to tell you something. I I texted Nick. Yeah, and I and and I just and I said, hey hey Nick, and I just sent a picture of Zozebra. Yeah, sure. And uh and and Weiger was like, what is that? And I'm like. It's part of the finale, which he had already watched. And he's like, I don't remember that part. I was like, yeah, you know, like so Zosab- much happened. Yeah, no, you- it was it's three hours. I mean, it was the length of the yes. Godfather part two. I will say that the finale. <laughs> yeah, the finale yeah. is as long as Godfather part two. Oh, but- believe me, I have to hand write out the entire thing. I hand write out the entire like a serial killer. It's it's when I saw it was three hours. I was like, Arden, you better get moving. You better mm. hit play. So mm. here we are. Here we are, gentlemen. Are you ready? Are you ready yes. to embark on our journey? All right, I'm going to take you through the episode. We are starting at the top, and Greg has just left, and his little being a little baby, and his fit sniveling off, pouting off into the sunset. Somebody tweeted us that it looked like the entire fight took place on the patio at a Panera. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's where bad news happens. We we, we talk about that all the time. That's, that's where bad news happens. You know what, my friends, uh, my friends, and I'm not trying to like trash anybody's business because everybody's doing the best they can. But my brother and his best friend have it. They they have 
Olive Garden is their emotional toilet. So like when really bad things happen, they meet at Olive Garden so they don't sully the memory of a restaurant they love when it's like well, like That's when the good. shit – when like something terrible has happened. They're like, well, we got to meet at the Olive Garden at like the North Dartmouth Mall. Like that's where they meet because they – like just so nothing gets ruined and uh, maybe that can also be at the patio of a Panera. I, I got it. Speaking of food, I need to I need to point something out from the this episode where where he went crazy when they did the hometown stuff. Yeah, he he gave Katie a pork roll. Yes, and I, and I was like, it was like a tinfoil wrapped. First of all, Frank Gillespie said this, and she's a hundred percent right. Just far too windy of a season. It was a windy season. Yeah. Wags. It was. It was. Uh. It, yeah. It was. It was. The wind was blowing everywhere. Yes. Um. Uh, and and so when they were like they ate the pork roll and Katie was like this is actually pretty good I'm like I know like production like I know that that is like a cold pork you're eating like a yes. cold egg sandwich there's no way that egg sandwich is good right uh, she was she was being very nice about the pork roll sandwich but it, uh, the pork roll a sandwich along with Greg they both sucked they I both think they, I think it was bad I agree with you I agree with you and look we will get to the big, the big climax in the studio. I mean, that was spectacular. That was really good television. What um, a showdown! What a showdown! I, I might be the only person who loved it. I, I, I but we'll get there. Okay, I loved it. I, you know what? I loved it because I've never seen a Bachelorette less produced. I was like, she is. <laughs> And she's emotional. She's so mad. I yes. loved it. I love. I was on her. I was on her side in that she was not well thought out. She was not poised. She had not been no. coached. She was losing. Like she might have had a leg to stand on, but then she let her emotions get the better of her. Like so, I was. Look, it was a terrible. She was a terrible defense attorney. Like because she just let her. Like fuck you. <laughs> and I was here for her, and I think I was the only person on earth that was like, we've never seen somebody really show how pissed they are. And I was here, well, here for it. <laughs> also, I'm like, I was watching that. I was like, if I was Blake, I'd be like, uh, you seem really, really mad about this. Yeah, yes. You seem like so mad. You're fuming. <laughs> you seem so mad You're where fuming. I would question whether yeah. what yeah. You, what results you wanted out of this. Yeah. Well, well, this here we go. So it starts out, if you recall, she's just stormed out, slamming doors, going, I'm done. I'm done. Done. Give me a ticket home. I want to go home. Get a ticket. I want an airplane ticket. Book a flight home. I'm blindsided. I'm heartbroken. I'm defeated. When does it get better? Michael left. Greg left. I, my confidence and my strength are destroyed. And then Caitlin, who I love, but I don't know, man. She leaves. And she was like, well, take care, girl. Take care, girl. Nick, yeah. would you have said more than take care, girl, to a weeping bachelorette? Um, Honestly, me, maybe no. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have been like, that sucks. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Nick would do. Uh, Nick would do. Actually, would do worse. Yeah, you picked, you picked the one person who actually probably would be like, yeah, you should go home. <laughs> Take care, girl. I, I want to go home. Exactly. Yeah, that was a heightened emotions. Yes. Um, so then, so then we're cutting back and forth to the studio. And she's like, in that moment, I was defeated. And they said, did you feel like it was your fault? She said, yes. What I was watching back and I kept thinking, what did I do that was so massive? Literally, I'm on my fucking knees begging him to stay. You start to question yourself. You start to watch him talk down to me. That's not a man. 
I mean, again, I was like, oh, here we go. They're normally not so open about it. I loved it. Nick. Yeah, I loved it. I I, I thought because watching the original (laughs) showdown with with her and Greg. Yeah. Greg is being so obstinate and just not listening. He just has his own agenda. And yes. she's trying so hard to empathize and to try to understand what he's saying and try to yes. hear him and try to like and try to see his side of it. And he's making no effort in that regard. He's just like sticking to his agenda and then getting the fuck out of there. And in the moment, you're like, like, oh, you feel so bad for her. And then that, that she's able to self-reflect and later on be like, wait a minute, I was right that he's yes. out. of He was guy was being out of his fucking mind and yes. then just like lays into him. I, I thought that was so engaging to see. I did, too. I, did yeah, too. I, don't, I don't know. Mitch. But you look, I, I, I on my text people of everybody texting me, I think that Nick and I were in the minority. I am on yeah, team really? Nick on this one. Yeah. I was wow. surprised at how many people were pissed at her. I was like, in my mind, I was look, she dated abusive guys before. She's watching mm. her like she's begging this guy. I agree with you. He there's no opening. And and then she learns that maybe he does he's not who he presented himself to be. Right. She, did she do it in the most graceful manner? No. But like I I liked watching somebody try to stand up for themselves. Maybe not the most elegantly, but I know other people disagree with me. Okay, Mitch. Well, I kind of don't like both of them in the like I kind of didn't like either of them in this in this situation where I'm like Greg is an actor and then also she kind of feels like an actor too. Like there was mm. a little bit of of that going on where where Greg was also like, it was very funny when she brought up acting and Greg was like, <laughs> like Greg was like, Oh, I'm an actor. And then did like the worst acting I've ever seen. He's like, yes. Oh, I'm an actor. <laughs> That's so funny. He would say that. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys doing a terrible job. <laughs> Apparently he also still lives at home. You're fighting over a guy that live oh, allegedly man. lives at home. Dr. Banana. I know you talked. I know you thought she seemed like an actor. Yeah, it was that situation and also the Thomas situation where she, every time she gives this like grandiose speech and then mm. her thing like, dare I say, acting? Like to me, I'm like, yeah. aren't you acting in this moment as well? Yeah. That's what, to me, I'm like, I could see her transitioning this into an acting career, like, mm. like a comedy acting career. So to me, I was like, well, I mean, <laughs> Tana, who's Mumu? I'm looking at your name and your screen. Who's Mumu? Oh, it, I, I signed into my uh, boyfriend's Zoom by accident. I just thought okay. it'd be funny if I called myself Mumu. I'm happy to be Mumu. Okay, great. So we're back at the Hyatt. And she's like, look. I want someone to real fight for me. I've got Blake and Justin. So then Caitlin and Tasha walk in on Blake and Justin hanging out. They're like, actually, and I know that sometimes I've actually started to speak like this, but people will go, actually, literally, I'm literally, actually, actually, things are changing everything. Greg has left. And, um, but the journeys do continue uninterrupted quality time. With it was just like just the way it was phrased. <sighs> Nick, you've produced television before. Talk yes. to me. That just <laughs> uh, was like it didn't even make any sense. Yeah, I, I produced it poorly, but I do have experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I 
I think the, the it, it was just a weird interaction here. I thought that that because there's so much gravity given to Greg's departure, but then also with some of the guys leaving early, leaving of their own accord, they have like the moment where they check in with their bros yeah. and they're like, they're like, I'm out of here, man. And, and so you've had that happen a few times in the season, but they've also had people just like depart in the, the dead of night without a word. And Greg's was kind of like this. And yes. the guys are just like, what's going on? What's happening here? Yes. Yes. Everything we've seen up to that point, it seems like Katie is just gonna is just gonna about to bail. Like she's requested her ticket home, so there's no real yeah. connection to how she reached the point where she's gonna continue her journey. Yeah, I was a little confused there. Yeah, um, and the guys were clearly confused as well. Like Blake and mm-hmm. Justin, were like what what's going on? I mean, Katie and Anna, because they've had so many, they've not had good luck. Like. Colton wanted to quit. Matt James, I think, wanted to quit. Uh, we have the Ari fiasco. Like, they, I think they were like, you, like, basically, you're not allowed to leave the premises. Like, I feel like she got captured. I, I, like, I kind of feel like that, too. Like, they were just like, oh, wow. Like they, they even, like, maybe changed the contracts, being like, you stay to the end. You do a, a final rose ceremony. You have to stay yeah. to the end. Because they've been, yeah. like, you- the past few seasons, it's really been weird. Yeah. You have to marry this guy or you're not getting paid. <laughs> you have, to, get you have okay. to marry this guy. It was so the- it was funny that, that Katie's response to Greg when he was upset. The, and this is just a funny thing with this show. But she was like, I had three relationships going on, which is true. Like, <laughs> like she did. She you and she should. I mean, that's what the show is. But also at the same time is that. That is a complication. I understand yes. not being, being upset. But I also feel like he's been such a tool of like, what did you think you were? Yes. Where did you think we met? You signed up yes. for The Bachelorette. You got the mm. first rose every week. Mm. I don't. This is the game you signed up for. What did you True. think was going to happen, bruh? Like, <laughs> just, yeah. That, yeah. So oh, I also uh, I also think that you if you want to be an actor. Never try to do it through reality. Like, don't no. try to do it through <laughs> no. the Bachelor no. shows. Never. Don't try to do it through reality shows. Just try to go and do it. And yeah. specifically, you- don't try to do it through the Bachelor. It's not no, going to work. It's so much better yeah. to be like an Uber driver or like a waiter or whatever. Like that. It just, it just whatever you need to do to pay the bills or... Or, you know, you could even doing like TikTok or whatever. Like if you need to build your platform, do YouTube videos. Like that's... Create your own content, but I agree with don't get cast as yourself on like a, a reality show, or don't go that far. I mean, Greg's if if this was Greg's plan, like get eliminate like like halfway through, pretend you're a dork or something, like yes. do something to get yourself yes. eliminated early yes, sure. early on. If if that if that's what your plan was, which right. uh, to me it does feel like he didn't seem sincere. Like I, I didn't end up loving Katie, but I also think Greg is worse. Like I, I dislike Greg completely. I, I feel like as far as elevating a personal brand goes, like just, just to pull an example, I think like cat guy, was it Connor? The cat yeah. guy, Connor like Connor, Connor did, Connor did a better job of just elevating his profile as an influencer than Greg did by, he just yes. like, kind of had his thing and then he got the fuck out of there. Yep. So I think I maybe have never been grossed out more than on the boys tell all, which I call it the boys tell all instead boys of the men tell all. all. Sure, sure. The boys tell all. <laughs> Connor kissing that woman is maybe like the most grotesque oh, oh, in, in the history fuck, of television. I well, I it was I, it. as as we've we they it, we found a casting notice where they fully mm-hmm. asked like a woman to say I don't think you're a bad kid. like there was a full casting notice of that went course. out to cast her and then that kiss was the grossest kiss. Yeah. I have ever. If you're 
going to kiss to prove that you're not a bad kisser, you better stick your kiss landing. You know oh, what I'm saying? Of course. <laughs> oh, he was so like. It was like he pulled hungry. away at one point yeah. and then like yeah. went back down on it. It was. No. It was it Dude, was bizarre. He, he just a man in a blouse and a ukulele screaming, "Am I a good kisser? Let me prove it." I don't want that. Yes, it's like saying like like trying to prove you can hit a free throw and then missing the backboard entirely. It's like, just, <laughs> don't even try. Yeah, just like let's just like the more the you ball bring deflating. It up, the ball yeah. popping. You keep bringing it up. Like, we all kind of forget if you don't, like, make it your thing. You just try to, like, just, you know, know that there'll be a new news cycle in The Bachelor. Like, you don't mm. want to really amplify, I'm the bad kisser. Remember me? I yeah. can't right. kiss. And then, and then really reinforcing it in, like, a public forum at the Boys Tell All. There was, a, in, in, in the preview for, in the, the preview for Bachelor in Paradise, there was a, there was a, uh, a thing where where they were like she's wrong he's a good kid no, like I they're can't. like they're still pushing it, ABC this yeah, kiss agenda. So, Katie, you're an expert on the Bachelor franchise. Why are they so invested in proving that this bad kisser is a good kisser? Like, <laughs> why do they care to have his back so much? My fear is that they're like trying to groom him to be Bachelor, which I Ew. really oh, hope is not the case because mm. he sucks. I don't know otherwise mm. why they would push it so much unless they just like honestly think it's funny and they're like let's just fuck with him and like make fun of this guy who's clearly a bad kisser which is also mean and terrible but i don't know i've never seen them like push anything like this before it's very strange um so here we go so then uh so then uh blake gets his first overnight date Um, which is yes i just want to say the switch over the switch for katie to blake is very is just very funny in this I mean, this overnight. Yeah. Like what she quick. says to him is insane. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's literally like, so she's like sobbing on the bathroom floor, screaming, I'm done. Basically, she's just said in her confessionals, even though she didn't say, I love you. She was like, I could see myself falling in love with like, she's basically told everybody it was great. It was and, great. And so... Blake gets the first date. Who, let's be real, she's been super horny for. I mean, she's definitely. They have good physical chemistry, mm. and she's like, he's always been there for me. Um, I will say, she looked very cute in her white overalls. So they did their water balloon paint, like they do well physically stuff. So I thought that was a smart move on the producers' part. Like, let's splash each other and get each other wet in white clothes. Right. <laughs> they love to like make out in the hay. It's what they're best at. Is, like, <laughs> wet. <laughs> making out mm-hmm. great not no, who cares you know what yes. she's had a bad day she doesn't need to chat anymore she just needs to th- get some of her rage out because the love of her life turned out to be a unemployed actor who lived with his mom that was in love with him and so they played water balloons and then hopped in a hot tub perfect for two horny people there for it and she's like look Blake I'm gonna tell you the truth um part of me wanted to quit I wanted to quit, I, but I do. I want to continue to go through with this because contractually I have to. <laughs> and he tells her like, look, uh, the dad laughed, Michael laughed, Greg laughed. I wanted to leave, but they've captured me here at the Hyatt in Albuquerque. And he's like, well, <laughs> that's a lot. Are you okay? And so Blake is like, whoa, I was a bit nervous hearing that. I didn't know she wanted to quit because Greg laughed. I love Katie. I love Katie a lot. 
I want to tell Katie I love her, but I'm 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 a little threatened by Greg. It's like, but then I will say, Blake's, you're John Travolta. Nick, you yes. came, you were you were, you were early on a fan of him. Um, Very hockey. I actually I felt like Blake was fairly articulate here. I thought that he handled it well. He said, "Look, you were clearly hurt. You expressed words." Um, and he, oh, and he was saying, I feel like they must have said something that made you feel like they were going to be here for you. And I want to tell you um, that if I told you I was falling in love with you, that I would never get up and leave. And mm. you can hold on to my word. Um, and so – Good um, Yeah. yeah. And then he said, seeing you with my family made it real. I felt a lot of love for you. Um, And then when I saw you take off your high heels and put on those skates in this driveway of the New Mexico Albuquerque Hyatt and you were playing hockey and then you screamed, go America, I thought, oh, fuck, I love her. I love you. (laughs) Fucking really excited about life with you. She was speechless. And uh, and they fell in love, gentlemen. She she turned. She said, "I fucking love you." She she said to him, "I fucking love you." Yeah, which to me was such a turn. Blake to me seems like a guy who I wouldn't like in high school, which is like a test to me. Like I feel like I just yeah. would dislike Blake. Yes, but then also I maybe wouldn't like Katie either. But it's that sort of thing. If he's also Canadian, so that throws the whole thing off. Yeah. Maybe it, it is. Like- it is such a weird element of his personality. It does not seem Canadian at all. No. And he's so Canadian. I'm a person who like can't speak. I have a Boston accent, but like hearing him talk, it reminded me of the South Park movie when they when they're making fun of the oh. Canadians <laughs> and saying like, "What is it all about?" Because like he would yes. all the time. He like, "We need to go oot." He would like say oot over and over again. And I was he's like, confusing. "This man is so Canadian." Well, he's, <laughs> he's also from the Canadian. he's from Hamilton. Have you? I've done stand up up there. The Hammer. That is like a pretty. Um, first of all, fun to do stand up in the hammer. It's it's kind of a like a blue collar. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's like a it's like a tough like a you know it's not it's not like bougie Vancouver. It's like the hammer. He's from the hammer. Like he it's a it's a harder <laughs> living in the hammer. All right. So maybe maybe I just have a limited understanding of what a Canadian can be because I <laughs> like to me I'm just like I don't think of him. I I think of this is big brutish kind of bro. And yes. that's not what I think of when I think of someone who lives in Canada. But I guess there is like a big, there are large r- rural swaths of like, you know, oil sands cowboys or whatever they got going up there. Were, um, you, it's conf- a- were you confused by his? I was confused and I loved him. I was confused by his family. I, his mom, yes. like somebody pointed out, looked like Kathy and Jimmy in leather pants. And then his sister is like, oh, this is what we're doing now. Oh, the right. whole thing. I loved the family. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it was I don't know. He's the whole thing here was weird. Like every like even when we're talking about the water balloons, like that yes. was just I'm just thinking like timing wise, was this the same day or maybe the next day when she was crying in the bathroom? And then she's like, like even that, like I, I, I she was being playful and maybe she was having fun. And maybe that was a great release uh, when they were throwing those, I guess, paint filled water balloons, whatever they were on each other. But even that felt like this is that was I don't, a great it, release. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, as, like this is you're trying to. It felt like you were trying to cheer someone up who was in a shitty mood, and I sure, guess ultimately yeah. it worked. I don't yes. know. It was I just know. weird. One time, do you, do you, go ahead. Commit. Do you know who I think? Do you know who I think Katie looks like? Who? I think she she looks a, a bit like Vanessa Bear, and I think yes. she also looks a bit like uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh, hmm. okay, okay. Yeah, I could see. I see, Vanessa I see both. Bear. I see Vanessa Bear. 
Mm-hmm. I was seeing a lot of Julia Julia Louise Dreyfus last night when I was watching. I thought that she she was watching uh, Seinfeld. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? Like, I love Katie on this. I loved Katie. Wait. Katie. Katie was so funny on this. Yeah. Did it? Did anyone? Did anyone else think that that Blake looked like Jerry Seinfeld? I was watching Seinfeld. <laughs> And was he also Kramer? <laughs> yeah. He was a little like Kramer. <laughs> I want to say back to your release thing. I remember one time I had a bad day and Brian Safi and I went to a rage room and we crushed things with a hammer. And wow. uh, it was it was gifted to me. And I have to say, really satisfying. Um, I, I would highly recommend it. I got to attack a VCR and uh, shot glasses. You, you just hit them with sledgehammers and crowbars and baseball bats, old television sets. And I feel like something, sometimes something physical, like just right. nailing something, if it's long enough. Like I think it, like I felt like they could see she was in a snit but she was, I think, I agree with Katie Levine, contractually bound, had to see it out, <laughs> did not want to be there. And I think they're like, let's, the equivalent of let's go let her break things. Yes. In a sexy way, because yeah. she's still hot for this guy. So let's put her in a cute outfit and get them wet. <laughs> and yeah. put them in a hot tub. Tatiana, what do you think? I, I agree with the, the contract thing. It's so funny to me. Because in my mind, I was also, when Greg was doing his whole thing, I wanted her to just be like, look, you little bitch, I'm under contract, okay? Yes. <laughs> God, I told you 500 fucking times. I'm the bachelorette, brah. This is not like Tinder, my man. We didn't need yeah. a hinge. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they gave uh, Blake and her, because it was such a quick, t- I mean, in the editing of it, it felt like such a quick turnaround. It may have been more time, you know. I doubt it. You know, I don't think they have extra money for production oh, days. I gosh, think they're like, right. shake it off. We're going to sex regionals. <laughs> it's Boner Olympics for tonight, ladies. We got them scheduled. We got the fucking tickets sold. So you better get ready for the Boner Olympics. <laughs> I'm glad they got the time to like yeah. do the, the 10 things I hate about you day, you know. Is, was that what, what is that the what, movie they were like running around that was like when uh julia styles and and he were really starting to yes. like you know and they were ready did they did they do water balloons with each other i think it was yeah it was like uh colorful Hot. like paint bomb thing. love it i'm there know. for that all right so then so then they're like all right they're in love. It's official. All you needed was a hot tub, some water balloons, and like, Greg, who? Excuse me. I don't even remember Greg because I fucking love you. I'm really excited about life with you. And she's like, look, that is a huge word as much as I wanted to be stubborn. I feel like I love you so much. I'm so happy you're here. Here's I people tweeted at us. It was the first time they, they had to swap out whoever. So in the past, Chris Harrison was the host. It was like, they would do it with a Sharpie. Clearly some teenage girl would do it and like sign his eyes with like a heart. And they made it actually look like the host might have written it tonight. Did you st- – mm. it actually mm. felt like they might have written it. Yeah. Um, the individual rooms were going to the fantasy suites. Um, I enjoyed that they made a joke about staying in separate rooms. You know, mm. why not? Um, 
This this is with the guy I love. Do you like cheesecake? Feed it to me. And then they made out in the bed, and he had his hands all over her throat. And I'm like, oh, he's been watching a lot of porn. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys notice that? Katie, I yeah. see you shaking your head. I was like, oh, he's going like right in. Katie, please talk to us, Katie Levine. Oh, yeah. They they had some weird wild sex, like by far. They're both yeah. very kinky seeming. I'm sure they had some great sex together. But yeah, immediately it was like choking her. He went like, He's right just going. to choke. No, he went right to choking her. Yeah. Like he didn't like cameras are on. It's supposed to be the eight like the Mickey Mouse ABC, like, <laughs> you know, Disney, the, you know, Cinderella's home from the ball and she's getting choked yep. immediately. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you notice that? Nick Weiger. Yeah, it it it's a it's very porny. I, I mean, they just the the thing that gave me anxiety about the sequence was the the cheesecake because yeah. I'm just like, if I'm about to do the nasty, yeah. I cannot have that much dairy. I just I was just <laughs> thinking about how un- unpleasant that would be intestinally. Yeah. Um, Man, I, maybe they're just taking small bites. I don't know, but it just seemed it seemed like it was going to be a mess. Right. Can I just tell you that. I need to have some sort of smashing day or water balloon fight day after hearing you say if I'm about to do the nasty. (laughs) Roast me out. It is hard to hear like your BFF. Like I don't want. Yes. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't know. I felt first of all, because she says the next day, she says, Blake like, pleased me over and over, and I just want to say, get oh, the yeah. fuck out of here. This yeah. is this is some bullshit. Pleased One, me. I just don't believe it can happen. Pleased me. <laughs> yeah, lies. The myth of the numerous times. It was, this is this is this is just wild. And then also, I liked that when they were like eating the breakfast in the bed, which I also like. But Nick, I was feeling the same thing with you. I'm like, damn, that dessert and then that heavy breakfast. I'd be fucking. Yeah. I'd be wanting to end that fantasy suite pretty soon because my stomach would be grumbling and I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd be ga- I'd be gassy. I feel like. Yeah. But also, yeah. what's the restroom situation there? Like, is yeah. there? Could you go to the lobby maybe for oh, some privacy? Great, what's going on? That's a great Tiana. What do you think? As our resident physician, what do you think, Doctor Banana? I mean, there is no way they they have it's you know they have to get as intimate as possible and. Greg or not Greg? What's his name? Blake seems like the type of guy who's like, "If you love me, you gotta love all of me." Yeah, yeah you're right. He'd be like <laughs> grabbing a magazine in front of you and just walk, yeah. not right. even pretending. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you gotta read that outdoor." You know, you read in the Advantage American Airlines magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think even more than that. I think the toilet is just in the middle of the fantasy suite. There's not even a bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> this is a freestanding toilet. Dude, yeah, you're right. That I appreciated that she spilled the orange juice of the breakfast in bed. That was funny. And her bra was under the table. That was funny to see the bra had been like. Oh, I, I don't know if you got the, you saw the shot of it. Yeah, they show that they show the bra like kind of crumpled up under a table. So that's kind of funny. Good for her. Good for them. I hope they had a great time. I hope she was in a much better mood. I. It, not since our very first bachelor who was like, let's get out the rubber sheets, uh, whatever, Alex. He's like, I'm going to put the rubber sheets down for my fantasy suite. That was like, they started out so creepy at this franchise. I think the, th- the, the hands around the throat was really like, oh, okay. That was yeah. a lar- it was not super romantic, but like, no. there they go. Um, mm. All right. We're going to come back and we're going to take a quick break and we're going to talk about meeting the family. 
bone zone. Let's get in the bone zone, guys. And we're back. All right. So there we are. They've woken up. They've had quite a round of lovemaking. Mm. According to Katie, he was quite the coxman. Best day of her life. <laughs> plenty of time. Satisfied best me many of times. times. This is, this is this is this was insane. When she said that, I was like, life "Wow!" I, I I told I told Natalie. She was I was like, so he said, "She said best day of her life." Best I was day of like, her life. "That's yes. so huge! What a huge her, thing to say." Her life sucks. That, if that's the case, <laughs> well, we met her aunt. We met her aunt. Her life does suck. Her aunt sucks. So yeah. her that's her what her aunt her aunt is a lot. I I feel like I I just I just feel like. Her, Auntie aside, her auntie aside, the day she had was bad. She was so mad at Gre- like, or yeah, at least no, if it was the same day, yeah. it just didn't seem best like a day good. of her life. Best day of her life. Katie Levine's leaning forward, coming in hot. Katie, let's hear it. Talk to us. Best day of her life. Quit the insane. What do you got, Katie Levine? I, I mean, I assume this is at least one day after Greg left. I would hope they okay, would okay, okay, a okay, little okay, bit of okay, time. Okay. I but doubt it. I think, they were, <laughs> I think they were spending their money fighting Chris Harrison on a lawsuit, saving it up for the Michelle. But season. this was this season was one episode shorter than it was supposed to be. So they might have had a little oh, bit of extra time to give her. I don't know. I, I feel like that would just be cruel. Oh, hey, you were crying in the bathroom this morning. Now go on a date and fuck this guy. Like, that's just me. <laughs> But I also would not be surprised if that was the case. I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She's like, I was saving I love you for the one. I saved it for Blake. My heart officially belongs to Blake. So she says this at the Hyatt. And then meanwhile, we have poor Justin. Poor Justin goes, I love Katie. All right, I got excited. I this thought we were meeting so family. But yeah. yeah. I this love is so Katie. the Justin the Justin cleanup is so sad. Look, if you're if you're at this stage in the game and you have a one on one and the Bachelorette does not greet you by doing a leg wrap like a crab around your body like a jump hop leg wrap, if you get a oh hi hello like if she, if she's not lifted up and around your waist in a leg lock, you are you can just say goodbye right. Yeah. <laughs> it was brutal. I have, I have a question for you just in general yes, about yes, fantasy Mitch. suites. I, 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 I was genuinely wondering this last night. Please. A lot of the times, like, and I, hey, I'm a sex positive person. I try to be as, and I was, and I was, but I was thinking about this. And I do think it was something that would bother me. The fantasy suites, like, do they all just like hook up? Is it all hook? Like, is it multiple yeah. people hooking yeah. up? Yes, generally, generally there's three people and Mm. generally, look, I don't, I think it's actually been a minute since somebody's actually slept with all three, but they have the opportunity to test drive all the cars before deciding which to drive off the lot. Wow. Call me old fashioned, but that would maybe, that would maybe bother me if like to propose just like a two days later or something. Yeah. And. I mean, sperm lives for five days for crying yeah. out loud. Yeah, Katie, what do you? I see Katie leaning forward to talk to us, Katie Levine. Yeah, we've we've heard rumors where like sometimes um, they won't actually have sex, but they'll do other stuff. They'll just like fuck around. But but, um, it's, but you're a, but I, but some people I think do have sex with. Yeah, some first. people do. Like I was trying to think. I think Hannah B did. I think she had sex with all of them. Or did she not have sex with Tyler? Damn, I don't, I don't know. remember. Man. But um, yeah, they they do that. But then also like we've also heard 
at least Rachel <laughs> Lindsay, she took that opportunity to ask them a lot of questions like, do you have debt? Who did you vote for? What are your opinions Smart. on this type of thing? Which is like, yeah. I think really brilliant that she did that. I but love that. I yeah. think most do of the you, time, hey, you think yeah. you're in a fantasy suite? Here's my question: Do you have debt? <laughs> What's you your debt? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was she's a she was a lawyer. She knew it. She she's right. I mean, that's yeah. what you really want to know. Yeah. That, that, I, are you going to destroy my credit? Do you have a spending problem? Because yeah, you're, you're not, addicted you're to not talking about shit like that before there. Yeah. yeah. Am no. I an old fashioned dork for like a like a, I feel like I I feel like that would be t- tough to do either way. I f- I feel like oh. if, uh, in that situation. I mean, as a I mean, woman, that would be really oh, tough to do. I can't yeah. even imagine as a gal. Just to me, like that. I mean, look, and like hats off to anybody that's like, yeah, no problem. Like I, I just certainly. I I. I no, I couldn't I do it. How many days between? I, like, I think know? I was. Right. Yeah, I think I'm too like New England. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I would wish I. Well, I mean, as much as I like to live, too. I mean, as much as I love the, live the casino lifestyle, like you know, <laughs> I have to like. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I would have to just genetically not be me. <laughs> well, this, I mean, that's that's that is that's my issue too. But then you know what? I kind of do. I do respect Katie for knowing. And being like, "Hey, you gotta go!" I like, I, I like, like that. I did, I did think that that was as hard as it was. No, she, yes. she, she has felt to me the least manipulated by producers of anybody I've ever seen. I feel like the second she knows she's not into somebody, she cuts them. And mm. usually, all the villains, all the tools, they, they, the producers seem to make them stick around to cause drama. And she seemed to just nip it in the bud with each person, which I thought, I thought she was a good bachelorette. Mm. Yeah, it, it, I, I, it, and felt like she was also decisive, just in terms of. I'm trying to remember the the name of the guy. There was the there was the virgin earlier in the season, and then yes. she went on her. Mike, she had the one on one with P. him. Yeah, yeah. She she had the one on one with Mike P, and then she was just basically like, "Yeah, this ain't working. You know, yeah. this isn't gonna happen." Yeah. And, and not not waste. It didn't seem like she was wasting people's time. I agree with you. So, um, so here she is with Justin, and she's like, "Justin, you never, you know, it's never good when somebody starts out a date, no leg wrap, going." Mm. can we talk oh yeah yeah bad news bad. i don't ever want somebody to say can we talk i don't want a friend to say it i don't want somebody i'm dating yeah. to say it i don't want to work i don't want a boss to say it i don't want to be like arden mm. can i talk to you for a second like nope nope you'll oh, never see God. me again i'm moving i'm changing my name i i don't <laughs> want to whatever this is i don't want to talk about it greg left that was tough to handle I considered quitting, but I owed it to myself and my ABC contract to move forward and finish the journey. <laughs> I know, and then I know how hard it was for you last week to tell me that you were falling in love with me. I need you to know I did have an overnight with Bang, Blake, Bang, Blake, and we banged. Bang. Bang. We banged. I told they him blanked. If, if, blanked. If, you, if you bang, if you bang blank, you, you blanked. blanked. We you blanked. blanked. We blanked. I told him I am falling in love with him. And I can only say that to one person. She's so direct that it's like, oh, this yeah. is a lot of information coming at sweet Justin. I wouldn't make someone go on a date or meet my family. I feel um, – and then he oh, – this broke my heart. He was like – I just now, I know it's good to open up. Right now I'm feeling the other side of what opening up can do. And uh, and she's like, well, every morning I wake up to your painting and it's pushed me forward. He's like, well, it's not easy. And I, I really felt for sweet yeah. Justin. 
I felt for him too. And it was funny when they like interviewed him and they're like, we're going to miss Justin, the guy who makes silly faces. Oh my gosh. By the way, his faces, that montage. I mean, we were already giving him shout outs on the podcast, but like his faces were spectacular. I loved it. <laughs> he he's definitely I like first off, I'm so oblivious I can't I I don't get things. So Katie could have delivered that entire monologue to me and then I would have been like, So are we still doing the overnight? Is right. that right. like I just would right. not have gotten it? <laughs> right. Um Justin is so <laughs> devastated. And yes. and then later on when they're talking to him and he's like, I just felt like I was kind of long by default, and she explains that she doesn't think he is, but like I still kind of feel like he was. I felt like he kind of got the short shrift in this and also seemed like one of the better guys who was there. So yeah. it was just like, ah, this guy mm-hmm. kind of got really got the short end of the stick. Yeah, he got Katie, boned. Katie Levine, I see you coming in with your microphone. I want I want him to be Bachelor. I think he would just be really wow. fun and very real wow. and grounded because he just like, I mean, obviously with his like facial expressions, he was understanding like that everything was insane and just kind of funny. Right. I think he'd be a really good Bachelor. I love you know that. what? I love that. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, 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 I Wags, we, we talked about a, stu, uh, a stud finder earlier on today where we were trying to find studs in the wall. And I think that this guy would set off the dud, the dud finder. I think this guy's a bit of a dud. <laughs> no, you think I, he's you know, a dud? I don't think we got, How to, dare I don't you? Think we got to know him. We barely I got might, to know him. I might be with Mitch. How there's, dare a chance, you? there's a chance he's a dud finder. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure. He might be a stud. I'm not sure. I liked him on <laughs> one date, but like that was only, I, I'm not, I might be with Mitch on this. I'm not certain. I'm not I, certain. I think that he should do, what I think he should do is he should, Sign up for those like those sleep podcasts and talk and put people to sleep. I think that that's kind of more. <laughs> oh, coming in at. I oh. will say I agree. I agree with Nick that I do believe that he was um, that he was there by default. I agree, like that other people left and so he was there. And I, and and she was like, no, not at all. They edited it out. But I thought, mm, I think he's right. Yeah. And he knew it. He's not a ding dong. Yeah. No. I feel, like, I felt, are they, they going to edit out true moments of intimacy? Like they're not going to edit that out. That's what they're, what they're going to keep in. Yeah. Mm. They, yeah. I think she was sort of grasping there. Dr. Banana, what did you think about that? I mean, that was he kind of was there by default because we didn't even we didn't know anything about him. Do you think yeah. he's a stud finder or a dead finder, Tana? <laughs> um, God, that's a good, but his he's too ex, to me he feels too expressive to be a dud. But I can see that he's not giving a lot on this. Yeah, show. his I, I mean that was this thing he didn't he he didn't even open up enough like that that was an issue with him as as a human being it seemed is that yeah. he doesn't give anything right. Well, they put him in a suburban and they sent him away. I'm sure <laughs> he'll probably come in later in paradise, and I'm sure he'll clean up. And the ladies, although they film it before this air. So, like, I don't know if the ladies will know how far he got, you know? Yeah. Can, like, can, can, I, can I quickly say something about Bachelor in Paradise? Too? Yes, Mitch, please. Now, I know that you. this does look fun. I, I do, oh, and, oh and you, it's and you, fun. I can't you, wait. You've, you've gotten yes, me addicted you, to Bachelor in Paradise. But even more so than, um, than Blake pleasing Katie over and over again and how mad that made me. Yes, yes. Um, the Bachelor in Paradise, I just want to say this. Yes, yes, an yes. island full of hot, attractive people. Sure, sure. And one of which throws a cake in a fire. This yeah. is like hell to me. Yeah. All these hot people <laughs> throwing throwing a cake I into know. a fire. Disrespecting they sh- cake. 
they should blow up that island, save little John and David Spade, but fucking blow that island to smithereens. The disrespect of these hot people throwing cake into the fire. To have this too person, a hot me. person in a bikini throw the love of our life a cake. Throw the fire. a cake. <laughs> How dare you disrespect it's- my boyfriend like that? You can't throw my boyfriend into a fire. <laughs> that cake has loved me Spe- for years. More, yes. than, yeah. more than anyone. Yeah. And, and also, speaking of which, if I was the Bachelorette was going to appear on Jimmy Kimmel later that night, hosted by David Spade. Saw it. And if I was Blake, I'd be nervous. You know, David Spade is a he's a ladies man. I, I thought I about I that. I, would, I, would, I, uh, I was looking at I was looking at him in the and wondering if he was going to flirt with some of the contestants. And I'm sure oh, the answer is. For sure, yes. One thousand percent. One hundred percent, yeah. So here we are. Here we are. Um, he was. I will say, there was a moment with Justin and Katie in the uh, when they were in the studio. He was sniffling, and they were in like when he's like, "Katie's here. Are you ready to see?" I felt for him because he was like breaking down, and there was like, "Look, I was raised in New England. I was raised. You do not." cry and now no. as an adult in california i've learned how to cry I cry freely but mm-hmm. but i really felt for this is a guy that clearly does not cry freely and he was like <laughs> <laughs> like he was really trying to hold it together <laughs> yeah. and um his montage his exit montage was spectacular is that a topo chico mm. it is a topo chico i love I, it I, I had two topo beverages chico. queued up I do too. Uh, so, I do too. Yeah. I, I finished too. my first beverage and I moved on to the Topo Chico. I have a Topo Chico cooling in the fridge to treat wow. myself as a victory lap from this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we are. Are we done talking about Justin before we move on to Aunt Lindsay, your future bride? <laughs> okay. Here we are. So now, Katie's about to bring Blake to meet the family. She misleading introduction false 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 advertisement we're very casual we're just like us we're just fun casual people yeah um my aunt is not affectionate so Lori, our girl Lori, who's our bachelor historian her favorite moment of the night was when blake handed Lindsay flowers and she like threw them down onto the she like it was as if they were on fire and she threw them down onto the table like her hands hurt and like she was so enraged to be handed flowers um her energy was coming in hot uh and she's like, where do you live? Like, you got to figure this out, brah. She's like, well, I live near Niagara Falls in Hamilton. I'm unemployed. She's like, you're unemployed? What's the plan? She's like, well, I'm going to go to Africa. Africa? So what, are you going to go stay in Africa? She's going to chase you. Look, let me tell you what. Nobody gives a fuck that you're here. Nobody gives a shit about you. I don't give a fuck about you, you piece of shit. That's what I care about, Katie. Katie seems to like you. We will not fucking rely on or trust any man you Fucking fuck one. You think, <laughs> yeah. your little magical dick. You think all oh, men are going to fail you. Oh, marriage. Are you going to get married? Guess what? Marriage fails. So you know what a marriage failure looks like? You've seen a divorce? Well, get ready. I've been divorced 98 times. You ain't seen nothing yet, you piece of shit. Nobody gives a fuck about you. That was the vibe. It was of, fucking uh, intense. Yeah. She was she, is brutal, brutal. She said all she said all that, and then she threw a cake in the fire. <laughs> she oh, that... ripped off her jeans and had a tankini on, and threw a huge <laughs> wedding cake in the fire. The final straw. 
And, but she made wishes of what she wanted removed from her. <laughs> and a journal as she burned her cake. That, Dude, that, she was intense. So, she was much, very yeah. intense. She was she was too much. And also, like, it just seemed like that sort of thing where she's like, oh, you're going to go to Africa? And I'm like, well, hold on. It seems like he goes to Africa because of work. It doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like he's just like being like off to Africa. I'm going to go have some fun. It seems like he's going there to, like, do good work in some way. And you're yeah. being very weird about this. Like uh, and like that also is not that shouldn't be an issue in a relationship like that. Like that. Uh, I wouldn't be that. The other stuff, she, I mean, she was just too intense with everything. She was like, you're going to be apart for a month or two. That's a long time. It's like, it's not really that long. Like, it's not like, that big of a deal. It's not that long. Like, okay, so you're apart yeah. for a month. Like, who cares? Uh, I, I So for a second, I was like, okay, wait, is she, does she just, maybe she just hates the idea of Katie even doing The Bachelorette. Like, like maybe she just hates her being on the yeah. show and she's taking all that out. Because uh, for a time, I was like, oh, is she just kind of being a hard ass to protect her? And then she's it just seemed like, oh, no, no matter what Blake says, no matter how, uh, you know, what openings he gives, she just shuts it down. She just bats it to the floor. Even when when you, you talked about like she was talking about, like, you know what divorce is? And he's like talking about how his parents got divorced. And he lived through that. That's traumatic for a kid. And that's like, of course, you're going to have yes. some sort of first hand experience that would affect how you affect your future, affect how you, uh, can, you know, think about your future relationships. And she just dismisses it outright. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. She says this, you, this is a direct quote. You ultimately mean nothing. So if you marry into this family, you better, she goes, you better be (laughs) secure as fuck. We do not have to rely on a male. If we invite you in, you should be so lucky. Katie Levine, I see you leaning forward. Katie and Anna, take it away. Uh, I think it's the opposite that she doesn't know the show. I think she's a super fan of the show because she oh, clearly wow. knew who Blake was being oh, yeah. like, oh, you oh, know, right. she mentioned Claire and Tasha, And then I think she watches the show so much that she sees what other people's families do has done. And she like literally went back and took notes and was like, I'm going to say oh. this. I'm going to say this. Oh, yeah. Because, she was wow. like, yeah. she was like, you failed three times. Yeah. Now you, 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 what made you come on again? You flunked out. Nobody wanted you. Yeah. Are you wanting a mariator, meaning like a vibrator, but like something to have sex with? Like she, yeah, that was, that was, so that was weird. That she brought up, she brought up, she's like, how are you similar? You have a vibrant, like, and I was like, what? what? This is weird. And then she says to Katie, what makes you want the beard? How do you see it ending? He's in Africa. Seems like he's going to Africa. How much is he willing to put into your happiness? Anna, talk to us. I just want to say she contradicted herself when she was like, we don't need no man. We don't care about no man. But if he goes to Africa for two months, what are you even going to do? And yeah. it's like, but I yeah. thought we don't need a man. <laughs> yeah. Which is it, Lindy? Which but is like, it, Lindy? You can't go to like she's like, are you just gonna go to Africa? And it's like, yeah, you can go and see your significant other. You can visit each other. It's yeah. not I don't she was intense. I didn't care she for her. She was intense. She was terrifying. I, I gotta I gotta I gotta show you something that yeah. you're gonna be very proud of. Yes. That just popped up on my phone three yes. minutes ago. You, I don't. It says I don't know if you can see it, but oh! a, a, a new episode yeah. of The Bachelor is now available on ABC. Yeah, an Apple right. TV alert has popped up on my wow. phone. We've officially converted. You truly have fulfilled your duty as rookies of the season. <laughs> I'm in. Look, I'm in. Just. No more cakes in the fire, okay, Bachelor Nation. <laughs> I can't That's promise you that line. they do. They do. I feel like they've thrown cakes 
They've thrown cakes in paradise before, Anna, haven't they? Haven't they ruined cakes before? Well, anytime a girl gives a cake or a guy, you know, someone gives a cake to another person, but then there's like another person who's also vying for their attention. It always leads to either like a, a remember it was like a giant teddy bear. Any gift will get destroyed. Remember when what's his name threw the giant teddy bear? In Jordan, the Jordan. Yeah. It's like, just leave people's gifts alone. He threw a where? Yeah. A giant, like a huge human sized teddy bear into the ocean because he was mad. Wow. God, don't throw it into <laughs> the sucks. ocean. Look, I'll go down there. I'll go down to Bachelor in Paradise. I'll stand there in a bathing suit. Hell, I'll wear a diaper. You can throw the cakes at me. (laughs) I would love that. That would be a spectacular entrant into. I mean, it's already it's already the best show on TV. But but that would be taking it from an eleven to a fifteen. And I'm clearly I'm living the Paradise lifestyle right now. I'm here for it. So then, so that if I was Katie, by the way, I would be pissed watching that back i'd be like why do you have to be such an ass face aunt Lindsay? like why are you being such Mm. an asshole like you're not doing me any favors you've now like freaked him out like yes what what did you want nick well i so i i'm fully converted to, to katie's theory that this was this was someone trying to get on the show and this was someone who was conscious of the edit and because that makes complete sense that she was just like, I'm going to, I'm going to be as dramatic as possible. I'm going to eat up at this. I'm going to eat up at this entire scene. I'm barely going to let this guy talk. And I'm just going to make sure that I insert myself uh, into this, this bachelorette finale. Cause that's my whole agenda. That makes total mm-hmm. sense. It all, it also like, is kind of like, then you are also like, okay, auntie, like her aunt is not necessarily maybe in some families, but not always the closest relation. But she's someone who's like, oh, I, I'm definitely going to be there to try to be on the show. So, Ugh. like, yeah, this, this this all feels like this was this was kind of some sort of nefarious plot on the auntie's part. So then mm. Katie's talking to him. She's like, well, Aunt Lindsay has zero chill. Um, my family may have ruined everything. So she's yeah. like, um, and but the, her mom was cool. Her mom came around. What was her crazy tattoo on her titty? What was that too, tattoo? I on? saw that. Katie, I did see that. Katie, Katie Levine. Um, my friend said, I don't know exactly what it is, but she said it's a Christian thing. It's like a ah. Christian Oh, interesting. Thing. Yeah. Mm. I, I, I can ask her exactly what it was because she knew, but it's some sort of Christian thing. That classic just, Christian titty tat. Yeah. A Christian titty. <laughs> she had another one on this side too. The classic t- t- Christian titty tat. <laughs> There's a name of our. I think, uh, I, I think I saw a titty tat is what I said. <laughs> I think that's our name of our episode is I think I saw a titty tat. I will say to me, if you're marrying into a family and it's a small family and there's two people and one of them is Aunt Lindsay, um, that's luck. that's not any like I, I want somebody fun. You know what I mean? Mm, like yeah. Like, and particularly if they're close. Like, if somebody's like, oh, I have a crazy uncle or aunt, I don't see them. We're not close. Whatever. Everybody's got some crazy relatives. But if you're close and they're like, we do dinner every Sunday. Like, I don't want to hang. I don't want to go on a vacation with Aunt Lindsay. I don't want to spend the holidays with Aunt Lindsay. Like, that sucks. Come back from vacation with a titty tat? I woke up. I woke up. I had like three titty tats. I have a titty tat. I just got scripture all over my titties. (laughs) 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 All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Felicia the Energy Healer. It's time to get sexy. Oh, yeah. I need a sexual timeout. 
And we're back. Literally, the Bachelor producers knew that I actually think Aunt Lindsay got like a little worm under the skin, a little drop of poison, in a, in a, like a drop of ink in a glass of milk. Like she freaked him out. Understandably, she sucked. And mm. – uh and she was so aggressive and so like, okay, this will run. What are you going to do? I got to adapt. It's not going to always be perfect. What's the plan? You're like, I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And uh, so they're going something special. I know we're usually fun and games. But we're going to do something a little different. Felicia, the energy healer, bringing on the Zobra. We're going to write down our fears and our insecurity. Dear God, Zobra. Dear Zazobra Titty Tat. Dear Titty Tat Zazobra. <laughs> Sweet baby Zazobra Titty Tat. Hit Blake's fears were being stagnant in life. He wants to let go of the uh, – yeah. So he was just like basically saying, I get stuck and I get rebellious, which is not great if you're like dating a man in the Bachelor franchise. It's like the second he feels like, don't rain me in, he's got to be out of there. Right. And then, oh. and then uh, Katie – really wore her heart on her sleeve. And she's like, I have to let go of my fear of abandonment, my fear mm-hmm. of not being pretty enough, of not yeah. being good enough for Blake, the f- the fear of you breaking my heart. Mm. Um, um, I thought, don't say that out loud because now like – now he knows he is the upper hand. <laughs> like don't say, I don't think yeah. I'm good enough. I think I'm going to lose you. I'm not like just, just be a little more vague about that. Just keep, mm. keep a little mystery about your like total terror about that. Um, anyway, so then she says, I believe Blake is my soulmate. Um, what? And then she's like – and then he starts freaking out. Lindsay's gotten under his skin. He was all in like this is the girl for me. Yeah. And now he's like, what if I'm not ready to propose? Um, she's going to be devastated. So they then go burn – set the zobra on fire and it was – terrifying it was terrifying it was terrifying also i was kind of hoping that katie would end up with the zobra yes yes a surprise twist at the end where where... i like your spunk i've been watching from the parking lot of the hyatt (laughs) when you sent thomas packing i respected you (laughs) i feel like you come live in my effigy yeah (laughs) A better chance, maybe, for things working with Zobra. But, yeah, no, it was a very, you're right, that it was a very honest moment. And maybe she was being too honest. But, see, this is the thing that wins you back over with Katie again. She's because sweet. because there's there a lot of the times I was questioning them, and, and especially when we get to towards the end, when she had that confrontation yeah. with Greg, there was, like, yeah. stuff where I was like, oh, man, I don't know about Katie. But she has moments where I'm like, oh, maybe she is sweet and I'm being too hard on her. But, yeah. But and this and this was one of them. This was this was this was a nice Katie moment. The Zobra was one of the nice Katie moments. I agree with you. I follow. I what I like about Katie is she's not a pageant gal. There was a, there's been a lot of polished pageant people that they've started. Sure, yeah. Mm. And I really feel like she. I truly believe she's there looking for a husband. Honestly, meeting Aunt Lindsay and stuff. I'm like, oh, she, she doesn't have a lot of people. She is kind of yeah. all alone, and she has this tough history and like. She's adorable. I think she's a nice person and like I'm rooting for her. Tana, how did you feel watching Katie burning things with Zobra? 
Um, I love any, you know, sort of uh, get rid of all your fears uh, type, you know, cause a wildfire sort of, you know, like, <laughs> cleanse, if you will. So, I remember like, when we burned Claire's dress. We burned yeah. the dress, Juan Pablo's dress in the desert. Anything where you're burning it away while potentially causing a global, you know, uh, warming sort of catastrophe, I love. But I do (laughs) hope she figures – I mean, like, I hope, you know, I hope it all works out. Like, I want her to be happy because I don't want to see her again on, like, Bachelor in Paradise, like, upset, you know, and, like, not trusting anyone because of Greg, you know? I know. So I know. Katie – I'm I'm shipping her – I'm shipping her in spade. I want her in spade. Or Zobra to – I want one of those two to get with her instead of instead of Blake. I, I, I my fear is that it's just not. I know that we're not at that point yet, but my fear is that it's not going to work with Blake. Well, yeah, we'll discuss that in a second because I I'm curious about what you think. How, how did you feel about her fears, Katie, talking to Zazobra? I mean, honestly, I just want to say that the the embers flying in the wind it was yeah. so fucking irresponsible it really yeah. pissed me off like i was like <laughs> yeah. genuinely so mad about this like yeah, 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 i yeah. don't know what time of year it was but you know that it's dry in new mexico and there are fires yeah. like yeah. i just was like what are they doing here what like, are they stop doing stop this what are don't they doing? do that bachelor like what are they doing yeah. oh my god so what? fucking windy again it was probably in skyloft that's a joke for just wiger basically but 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 it was it was the wind it's the it's you don't you don't light a giant fire like yeah, that when it's not, when it's windy. It was not in 2021. No. In general, you don't light a giant fire in 2020. It's like nobody we're, learned. <laughs> we're parched. Yeah. Things are not. We've ruined. We've fucked things up. Just maybe don't, right. Your fire games. We had a good yeah. run. And why don't you just go play water balloon paint and sexy yeah. overall? Yeah, just <laughs> use water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's fine. Um, all right. So then they go. So she's let go of her fears. He's the soulmate. Um, so then we cut to Tasha is zooming. Now you guys don't know him. We call him the corpse of Neil, Neil Lane. I have to say the corpse of Neil Lane on FaceTime or on Zoom looked more lifelike. He's looking whatever work he's had done. He's looking fresher than ever. I feel like he's not looking corpse like. I feel like he's actually like fully been ref- like I feel like he went to Sonia Morgan's doctor and he's looking great. Tana, don't you think Neil Lane has never looked better? The I corpse, definitely the was corpse like, of Neil Lane. I was like, one, you got to keep a white background b- behind you because it's giving you color. Like, you look good. He looked good. Yeah. A white background gives you color? I don't know. For him, I thought he looked so much mm. more alive. And he his, looked great. His background was white. So I was thinking maybe he needs to, like, you know. He, he looked great. Yeah. Shout out to whatever he's doing. It's working. Sign me up. And here's the thing. She's like. She's like, okay, well, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to be with Blake. So ship me those rings, Neil Lane. And um, and here's the thing. You guys need to know. He dated Tasha just months ago. He was Neil at- Lane. No, 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 Blake. Blake. Oh, I wish. Oh, oh. <laughs> I wish okay. Neil I wish Neil Lane dated Tasha. <laughs> No, Blake was on Tasha's season, and just months ago, he was in uh, Palm Desert doing a like a yoga meditation with Tasha, where he got such a huge boner that they had to put the, the boner, bar yeah. over it. So that was who he got the boner with was with Tasha. So how wow. awkward to have somebody you've had a boner bar over your crotch. With on national television, not six months ago, and here you mm-hmm. are, and she's got a table filled with engagement rings, 
and she's wearing a magician's jacket backwards. And these rings are not for you, like for her. I'm like, couldn't you send Tasha's done nothing really all episode. You had to send her to this. Well, I I think. I think that might have been it because, you know, the the I, I think she maybe just needed something to do at this point. I yeah. I, I was just let me just say as someone Talk as a to neophyte me. to the Bachelorette yes. franchise, I was so confused by this guy. I was like, who is this older? Yeah. I, I was okay. I seriously thought he might be like, is that Blake's dad or okay. something? I was trying to figure out who, right, who his connection was to the people. So Neil Lane is a jeweler. And he, I okay. think, basically, they wheel him out at the end of every season. But he's not had good luck lately because we it's not been tra- – normally, normally, there's two guys that go to Neil Lane. And he's there. And he goes, hi, I'm Neil Lane. And then he's <laughs> like, oh, Katie's a beautiful lady, huh? Love's great. Nothing says love like a cushion-cut diamond. Or maybe she's an emerald cut. And then he gets a lot of advertising and he puts these enormous rings, like five. Now, they have to stay with each other for two years in order to keep the ring. Um, But there's a big, huge diamond. So he comes on and then they'll be usually with two guys. And they'll go, yeah, yeah, I think she's an emerald cut. She goes, yeah, yeah, I want the emerald. Oh, no, I think she's more pear-shaped. Okay, I'm going to do the pear-shaped. So two different diamonds go off in pockets. Two guys ready, usually, usually, in theory, she's standing up there. She's not usually the first one to talk. Usually, they're standing at like this like floral altar, and you're waiting to see whose feet get out of the limo first because whoever gets out of the Got limo it. first is going to get eliminated. And usually, the guy, if it's the bachelorette, the guy starts talking. They're like, Katie, from the moment I saw you pull out the vibrator, I'm at James' season. I was like, she's sex positive. And then they start to like get down on one knee, and then you it's awful because she'll be like, whoa, whoa, Nick, not just yet. And then they have to stand mm, back up. Yeah. Like, I think Been you're there. great. <laughs> I think you're Jesus. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's usually, how it usually ends? Yeah, there's like a ring coming Grim. out and one person starts going down and then they're like, wait a minute. Not so oh, fast, Mitch. Yeah. So that's Holy but they have shit. to get like they let them get the whole proposal out before they stop them. Wow. Now it's been many years mm-hmm. since they've actually executed what it you, you, you I mean, this has been a while since we've seen that, but that's I think they've gotten a little kinder and usually now nip it in the bud and they sort of go to the hotel room in advance. They're like, Hey Brad, it's not you. You know, they they pull what they right. did with Justin. So that's what it normally is. That's who Neil Lane is. Katie and Anna, did you find it weird watching his ex-girlfriend pull out all the rings? Yeah. And I like, I mean, Tasha so clearly has, in my mind, like bought into her new life as like a public figure. Because the way she's like, now that's a beautiful ring. Yes, she is. She really was like, and I will step into (laughs) Neil Lane's shoes. And I will, I know she knows there. What does she know about rings? She's like, I love that cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're absolutely. She was <laughs> like, so ready oh, to be. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. To Neil Lane, she was yeah. really ready. <laughs> yeah. I wish she was to Neil Lane. So he starts panicking. Aunt Lindsay. And who, and maybe also, maybe the, maybe now that he's had sex with her multiple times, maybe like Mm -hmm. the initial chemical rush of, I do love her. I'm going to say it. 
Like his yeah. sister being like, man up, brah. Like maybe now he's like, but am I ready to actually get married? Like I don't know this person. And so he is in a full panic. And the same way I think she was in a full panic of like buy me a ticket home. I think he was like, I can't propose. Like this. Yeah. I don't know. A proposal. This is crazy. Like I'm not getting married. Like I love he's this. Right. It, it, he's right. And I think the producers were like, "Not today, devil." Like we. Need <laughs> I think in the same way they're like, "We're not buying you a ticket home." I think Katie, you've watched forever. How much producing did they have to do to get Blake to like agree? Because he was not looking into it. I honestly think that was all just fabricated. I feel like oh, I feel like they were just very happy go lucky and the editors and the producers were like, Oh, I don't we need some more drama. It felt fake to me. I don't, I don't think he's a good enough actor. I, I don't think he's a good enough I actually he looked terrified. Really? And I think Aunt Lin, I think Aunt Lindsay rattled yeah, him. Yeah, she scared him. Yeah. I think Aunt Lindsay rattled him and I think he's a horny guy and I think he was like, Okay, okay, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna say I love you. Because he's been on the show three times. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I guess I got to win now. And yeah. uh, and then, Anna, I see you nodding your head. What do you think? I think he was starting to feel the pressure yeah. of, like, mm. everything that was going down. And you know what? Look, Caitlin and uh, – t- uh, I was going to call her Tenille. Tenille Arts. Tenille Lane. Tenille Lane. <laughs> They're doing their jobs. Yeah. Like, you know, they read the contract. They're like, when things – no, they actually were really good at manipulative. They were really them back in. You yeah, because when because when Tasha said when Tasha said to him, "Well, if you're not gonna propose, you have to let her go," which mm. is intense. And yeah. like, it's like really, can you just date? Why can't they just date? Yeah. Why do you have to let her go? Can't you be like, "I right. love you. I don't know you very well. Let's get to know each other." No, 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 no. You have to let her go. That yeah. Yeah. was smart producing. Yeah, we need a dramatic beat here. It's well, it's yeah. I, well, I was just gonna say that that Blake even like does a joke during this final ceremony too, which like plays into it where he like makes a joke about like I seeming not sure. Yeah, 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 and yeah. it's like, huh? Like yeah, that, yeah, like that was such uh, a like, weird turn. I think I think there was maybe a lot of producing, but I also do agree with you guys that I think that he was. He he was a little bit panicked. Also, I I wanted to say that I that I knew who Neil Lane was. Why? That if you just listen for two, I I knew who Neil Lane was because they were talking about a ring. But I was genuinely confused as to why he was there because I don't know Patch Little or I don't. Now yes. you do. Now the you ring, know. The, the ringmaker is involved. He's Gandalf. Gan- <laughs> Gandalf is there. Gandalf has arrived, and there's okay. Smeagol. Smeagol, <laughs> Tasha Smeagol, holding the rings. <laughs> Got it. Here we are. So then, she's then Katie's getting putting on her emerald mermaid dress with the slit up the front, and uh, zero doubt that I will be leaving with a ring on my finger and a fiance. When they say that, I'm like, oh boy, uh oh, they've edited mm. it in. Now I have doubt. If you're if they're edited in that you have zero doubt, now I've got all the doubt. She and then so Tasha says to him, she wants to get engaged. You need to let her go. There she is in her gown, and we have Caitlin in her cute little yellow dress and Tasha. I actually liked her backwards magician jacket with the chains on the back. I thought she looked great. Gentlemen, were you on board with the backward magician outfit or not? I liked it. Yeah, give me a big fan of magic. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm I a liked fan of it. magic. I liked 
I, I think this was maybe in her interview later, but she had the multiple diamond earrings going along her yes. ear. I thought that was kind of nice too. She looked, she looked good. She 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 looks good. She looks great. Great. I I, I want Tasha's stylist. Whoever Tasha's stylist is, sign me up. I'll wear a backward can, magician outfit. Can I tell you what didn't look great? Talk to me. Was like the actual setup where they were like going to meet. I was like, yeah. that could have used like, more producing. It was like a pier one blowout, but they didn't have enough money. They're like, we got 50 bucks. We're a pier one. Let's get some like potpourri and like, let's put like an apple box with some felt on it. Yes. Yeah. It was like, like new Mexico, like type, but like, it felt like an airport setup. I, I like, I thought there would be more. I thought there would be more to it. And then windy quite a, it was very yeah. windy again. Very windy. Again. So then Blake, is a love I've never had before. And he's everything that I wanted. He is truly my soulmate. I would 1,000% say yes if he proposed. I was like, oh, boy. So then Blake, at first I was like, is he in sweatpants and she's in a gown? Like, what's happening here? (laughs) And then they got him in a suit. I'm like, okay, a tight suit. Tight, tight suit, tight pants, tight suit. And he's super nervous. It's a scary day. Tasha's got her crazy suit. Blake is freaking out. It's all very real. The magnitude is overtaken everything. Katie, I never knew. Oh, so she talked first. Again. Not normal. Katie, talk to me. Interesting. This is why I thought it was all just produced. Because she talked first. Like like Mitch said, like mm. she, they did the whole like, I can't give you what you want, but I'll give you I don't think it was fake. Was. I think they yeah. were fucking with her. I think they were making it so that she would lay her – they knew – she would lay her heart on the line. And then that way, because it was not two guys, there's only one guy. And we're like, it, like now she's spilled everything. Because they always, they always don't have your back when they're producing. Right. So they made her put her heart on the Pier 1 Apple box. And, <laughs> and then is he going to get, so she's like, okay, here we go. I never knew I would be falling head over heels in love with you. The night that I said I loved you changed my life forever. You and only you. You have made me a happy woman in a world full of change. I want to be your constant. Um, And then um, he started out, okay, I know. I knew the moment I first met you. I just knew how great of a wife and a mother you're going to be. I don't want you to compromise. I can't give you what you came here for. Here we go. Some fun shenanigans happening Mm. up here. You deserve more than I can give you, and you deserve the world. And I'm excited to support you and be there for you every day moving forward. Of course, this was produced. Like, they, they definitely, they definitely edited him to, they definitely like encouraged him to fuck with her. Um, Katie Lane Thurston, Neil Lane's ex-wife or daughter, will you marry me? <laughs> and I worked on a proposal. I was so excited. I needed the proposal. Even wow. if I'm like, all right, look, it's not what I thought. I don't know that they're going to make it. I still <laughs> needed as a viewer. I needed a proposal. Yeah. And then she said, the host say, this is literally what dreams are made of. And then he hopped on his horse. And did he rip the asshole of his pants up the back? 
I, I couldn't uh, like I was like my I have a I remember them commenting on the suit being tight on the show. But then I don't know if wait, wait, was that actually like my wife commenting on watching the show on how tight the suit was. Like, I don't know if they that uh, the, the the tear actually happened. He was saying it's going to happen. He was saying he was like, they're he was saying tear, it's going to happen. Tear. Did it but tear? They played a sound effect. They so played I, a I sound know. effect. Oh, like OK. Teared. Um, but that could have been just like we're like throwing in a sound effect as a goof. It didn't actually happen. Yeah. Before we yeah. get to like the after part, but we're going to take a quick break. But before that, I mean, look, do you think they're going to get married? <laughs> well, okay, I, I just want to say about the the proposal. Please. It was so yes. strange that yes. he had this big thing of like, I can't give you what you want specifically that like, like that's that phrase kind of stuck in yes. my head. Yes. Like he had this whole thing, but he didn't have like a turn to make everything that he'd said previously no. make sense. No, it was just, he's, he just kind of like said all these lies yeah. and then he was like, psych, here's a proposal. Yes. I was just like, I found that so disorienting. And that that's the kind of thing I feel like. Pro- that was a producer for sure. So weird because I feel like if I was Katie and that was my memory of like, how did you propose? I'd be like, yeah. I was fu-. he was like, said he, did, he didn't like me. Yeah. And then he, he was just like, me. here. He nagged me. Yeah. He was like, really? A, he's like a total dick. And then he just got down on one knee on one knee out of nowhere. And I guess I just kind of said yes. But it was so weird. It was fucking bizarre. Mitch. All right. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what I think. Talk to me. Zero percent chance that these two stick together. I think that it's literally zero <laughs> percent. I love it. Katie Levine, what is and, your- and you know what? I'll I'll say this. I did some bachelor research, and I, yes. I'm going to say that I am I'm more I'm surprised by how many by how many success stories there are. I mean, Thank I know you. that there's so many, dude, so Paradise. many seasons of the Paradise. show. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, and that that to me seems like a more natural setting. You're hanging out with people, and you kind of you're, find you're a person that you a like. Lot. Yeah, yeah. All right, and the, but Levine, but zero percent chance. I, I was surprised by that. Katie Levine, Anna Hosney, do you think they're going to get married? I do. I think they're going to have a weird, you know, their weird sex life wow. is going to keep them going. I really believe that. I, ho- I hope yes. so. I'm rooting for them. Tana, Dr. Yeah. Banana, you're I, a physician. I would, like, would their sex life carry them through? <laughs> I would really like them to get married. I think we need to eliminate these two out of the system. Ace. <laughs> 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 you know what? Go be together. Go have your yeah. weird sex, which I'm okay. sure they will come out is not weird at all. And they probably only like missionary because people who talk this much about sex. That's how I feel. Oh, come for on. sure. Yeah. People that, like, I don't it. care what you do. Just stop talking. I don't need to hear. Yeah. Like, tell yeah. me once or twice. Fine. But like all the like we can, everybody likes sex. Sex is fun. So like, okay. Yeah. Why do you corner the market on liking sex? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. is that, like, doesn't everybody like sex? I don't know. It's fun. The- these two are going to be posting in the the dead bedroom subreddit in like a matter of months. <laughs> just just lie next to each other, two cold fish. I'll be in there. I'll reply to them. <laughs> hey guys, welcome. You can welcome. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and guess what? We're going to end with a bang because we've got the Greg Showdown coming up, and we'll be right back. Wow. Ooh, I don't know about you, but things are getting so hot in here. I think I gotta take a pee break. And we're back. All right, you guys. This is what, honestly, I feel like this is what we've all wanted to talk about since we first got here. And we talked about it a little bit. But we're back in the studio. Greg comes out. I would say, not in a great suit. Looking real kind of drab. Um, Yeah. 
Look, he's a handsome guy. Uh, I, I, uh, but maybe he was trying to play innocent or kind of like downtrodden. Maybe he was acting. <laughs> and yeah. uh, they're like, what have you been up to, Greg? And it's like, just hanging in Jersey, laying low. Um, look, watching back. I didn't know how unhappy what I was. And I feel like I gave her my everything. And this is what I think really sets her off when they say, you have, watching back, you have no regrets. And I think when he was like, no. Yeah, I have no regrets. And I think that's when she was like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) What? No regrets? Huh? So here comes Katie. Comes out. I thought she looked pretty cute in her dress. I liked her little white dress with her sparkles on, her high pony looking cute coming out. She's like, hi. And the audience was like, ooh, like Jerry Springer. Amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. Um. They're like, do you have anything to say, Katie? And here's where – now, again, I want to say that Lori does not agree with me. I want to say that my friend Alec does not agree with me. Jim Jeffries does not agree with me. I want to say, like, uh, my friend Karen McCullough does not agree. So I know I am not in the majority here. Aaron Foley does not agree with me. I felt like, as I mentioned earlier, watching a woman who I feel like she loved Greg and I think watching and then – Really falling for this sort of like soft boy act and then learning that maybe she got the wool pulled over her eyes, that he's actually this cocky, confident dude, that it was – that she got bamboozled and she's sure felt – and then not only was she bamboozled but that he then – was, as you said earlier, Nick, so stubborn. There was no opening. So in her brain, I think she was like, I got played so hard. He never – like I think she would have married him in a heartbeat. And she's like, he was never there for me and that was like a window to get out. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. I do think he has some emotional damage. I do think he had a chemical thing snap and like I don't know that it was even that calculated. Like I feel like there's like two sides to him. Um, but it was interesting because I feel like usually – People are more poised and it was fun to see somebody just wear their betrayal on their sleeve in a way that was like just like, thank you for asking. I do have a few fucking things to say. Here we go. I don't even know where to start. I never felt like you ever intended to get engaged. Um, (laughs) I felt you were looking for the perfect opportunity to escape. You were never ready for an engagement. I fell. And and then as Jim pointed out last week, he never said, I love you. All he said is, you fill a hole in my heart and then was enraged. Right. He wasn't an I love you. He said, you fill a hole in my heart. Mm. And then he was like, you didn't respond to my whole heart. Like, you know. and then you treated me the way you did. And then she was like, you spoke down to me. Uh, you didn't even say bother to say goodbye. You said you love me. I don't think you know what love is. That was the time I needed the, you the most and you ran away. Um, you know, I feel angry. I felt like watching back, you were using me. This was incredible. To get experience, exposure, and dare I say, the acting practice at my expense. I love the phrase, dare I say. I've never yes. used it. I'm going to use it always. Dare I say. <laughs> it's my new favorite phrase. Dare I say the acting practice at my expense. Um, and then – She says, I mean, it was pretty good until the very end when you kind of fucked it up and ran away. 
loved it. <laughs> loved yeah, it. And then he goes, I'm not Meryl Streep. And then she said, oh, we know. Loved it. <laughs> um, and then she says that he says, this is not an act. She says, it's not about acting. Um, you're a liar. You're gaslighting me. You have a passion. You call it that. You were rude. You were gaslighting. You were trying to make someone else that it was their fault. You didn't want to own up to anything that you did. You said you have no regret. I was on my knees begging a man to stay. I didn't even want that. It was shady. You were never there for me. And um, and he's like, I didn't know I was going to fall in love with you like I did. Um Anyway, he's like you, and you withheld. You never said. I know you were holding the love, but you withheld it. And and then, but if you, I would have stayed. And she's like, you are giving me an ultimatum. Um, and then she said, I told you week to week that you were the one. And then um, anyway, that's the gist of it. Um, and uh, and then at the end, they're like, I wish you nothing but the best. I wish you nothing but the best. Oh and, yeah. Uh, and, and the crowd, the crowd claps for that, which I was like, hmm, I don't know. Oh. Yeah, it was not so that, that was not happy. Felt uh, very insincere. So I'm going to throw all of this out and say I know I'm probably in the minority. I know a lot of people were not on Katie's side. I don't think it was elegantly done, but I will say, I found it. I, I found it. Look, she could have maybe like done a little and then like zit like. Like, you know, it probably felt so good just to, like, if she just stopped talking at a certain point, she would have sure. really, like, but I found it satisfying to watch somebody really say how they felt. And I know people disagree with me. Open it up. And I'm open for disagreement. This is how I learned that I can be friends with people and not share the same opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's me and Mitch's whole dynamic. But I, I'm just curious, like, it's, it's a friends. Okay. Well, <laughs> can, can interact regularly. Um, I, I I was just like like I who are people not taking Greg's side? They can't be taking yeah, Greg's side. They are. They're they're how getting, I I I don't I can read you texts I've gotten. Grippo girls. That's what? what yeah, they're Grippo his, girls. His, his last name is Grippo, and apparently there's a thing online oh, where a bunch no. of women defending Greg and they call themselves Grippo girls or something. God. Like that. Oh, that Grippo? bums me out. That's so gross. I mean, honestly, I I, I just yeah Ugh. they they just didn't like. They just, um, I, I think that they, buy it. They, yeah, buy it back. they do. They thought that he was being sweet. They didn't like that. She called him not a man. Like then I'm just thinking, I did like, they really are not on her side. And I was like, yeah, girl, get it. And people did not like it. I loved it. I think wow. I'm completely in the minority. Katie Levine. I think they were, like I said last week, I think in the beginning, their first fight, they were both idiots. She handled it terribly, and then he handled it terribly. They have just the worst communication I've ever seen between two people. But I don't, I will, I would not say I take Greg's side. I think he was manipulative, and I think he overreacted and was irrational. But I also think she was irrational as well in ways. Mm. Oh, for sure. But, but I will say like if, if I was her and I found out I've been played and that this guy was oh. never the sweet guy yeah. and that he, that he allegedly, according to the internet, that he does this to women yeah. and he treats women badly. Right. I Curious. like that she kind yeah. of came for him. Anna, what do you feel? No, I mean, I agree. I'm on, I'm not a, Greg can go f- Fuck himself, okay? <laughs> on the record, go fuck yourself. Officially, um, thank you, Dr. Officially. B. But, you know, like, I look, 
Katie didn't deserve that, but I just thought it was more fascinating that she kind of broke that fourth wall of being like, I've been on Dumois, okay? And I was she like, said, She said, I've been on Dumois? No, she, she didn't, but a lot of the rumors came out of Dumois. There's like a bunch yeah. of women posts, whatever. It was just very interesting to be like, I saw the Reddit post. And I, I was know. Like, oh, wow. I was like, oh, she's on the subreddit. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Because she fell for it and to like get played so well, like and to know like, Mm. oh, he's not at all this sweet, innocent guy with a macaroni necklace, which I had a gut feeling the first episode. I called it. I didn't buy it. I just didn't trust it. Mitch, how do you feel? Well, we did. We did even say on that uh, on that. When the episode Nick and I came on that when we found out he was an actor that we just. Yeah, it was like, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah. But then it is funny to use like. Because I've also heard about that thing. It was like one person came forward who dated him. And then the other one is like an un, a rumor that like they can't even put to an actual person. So I am like, I don't know if it's great to use on the finale, like basically internet rumors. But Greg, from my experience of watching him, just kind of sucks. And I don't like him that much anyways. Yeah. So I am more on Katie's team. I think, I think that the audience, though, did kind of clap for greg at a few points too like i think the audience is a little bit torn i think ultimately neither of them greg came off looking worse for sure and i think he is worse but i think neither of them came off looking great with that whole Mm -hmm. exchange i think i think kind of it was a similar like she didn't she she cared too she was too into it and like i don't blake if i was blake i'd be like what the fuck like i would be like yes What's going on here? That that that's what the, you you made that point earlier, and that's that's exactly what I was thinking of. Just like if I, I Blake just must feel like the reserve shoot. He just must feel like, oh, yeah. I'm Plan B but because you clearly the, are so hung up on this guy. But she's or, also or, the third Bachelorette he took a swing for. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So it's almost yeah. like they're perfect for each other. Of like, <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, well, okay, Claire, no, Tasha, no. All right, I love you. It's you, Katie Levine. I see you wanted to talk. It was it was reminiscent of Rachel Lindsay with Peter and yes, Ryan. very much so. So uh-huh. I don't know if you guys you, if you watched that season, but it was kind of the same this thing where she was like season. clearly in love with this guy Peter, and he yeah. didn't mm-hmm. want to propose, and then she ended up choosing this guy Brian, and then after the final rose, she's like, I'm living my best life, and her and Brian yeah. are together. They're married. They're happy. They got wow. married. Yeah, yeah, like good for them. But it was just reminded me of that. In me a too. Way. Me too. But I mean, said didn't she when they were like, but you're now with. Blake and she's like, you're right, I am, and I I will say she definitely always felt very attracted to Blake and sure and as you look, even if he was just there thirsty and there for airtime, look, if whether it's thirstiness or whatever, he didn't shy away when she was like, I wanted to like some guys would have crumbled when she was like, Greg left, so I wanted to quit. Like yeah. I felt like that's true. He, he handled it well by saying, are you okay? Like that he seemed, until Aunt Lindsay, he seemed to be pretty supportive of like, I mean, I don't know how much was for the cameras or not, but he seemed to be 
a pretty steady presence for her. So I, I, I wish them well. I think the internet, like I didn't go, oh, look at that kitty. Oh, we got a kitty. Look at that camera. kitty cat. He's causing issues, Wally. My cat Wally's crawling into frame here. I'm oh, my him. God. What if did only, he think of Greg? What did Wally think of Greg? He, they did watch together. Wally thinks that Greg is a bad actor, and that's coming wow. from a cat. So. <laughs> does Wally have a, does yeah. Wally have a tit tattoo? <laughs> Wally does have a tit tattoo. Yeah. Um, but your other, your other cat, Irma, is a Grippo gal, right? <laughs> Irma's a Grippo gal. Yeah. Torn house. Wally, <laughs> Wally um, has like a Christian tit tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cute cat. Um, so then here we go. Um, um, she's like, when he left, I did everything I felt. I wish you nothing but the best. So then Blake came out and I actually felt like, again, look, I don't know. I mean, he tried for two other women. She clearly loved Michael and Greg. Yeah. But I felt like when he came out and the first thing he kept saying, he kept whispering, are you okay? Are you okay? I liked that. I liked that yeah. he was checking in to see if she – like he felt he felt like he could like step up to the plate, be a good partner. Um, and then we find out that her family does not know smart because they seem like a cock blocks. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, they'd be just like all over. Did you hear what Katie did? You know. Um, and then I have to say, I'm such a fool. I loved the say anything boombox moment at the oh end. Oh my god, that I, <laughs> I I loved it! I loved it. My note is this boombox shit is dorky as fuck. That's what I wrote down. I wrote but, I love know it what? so much. <laughs> but Mitch, that's great. Mitch, Mitch, did you see the first episode when this when Blake did this though? He did it for her. He did it for her. I, I figured, they I figured that it was a, a callback. They, okay. they went on a date, and it's the song that they, like, they pick a musician that nobody's heard of, and it's the song that they played. So then when she was bummed out, when something happened, he went and he cheered her up outside her window with the boombox. I have to say, whether it was his idea or producer's idea, I was here for it. I loved it. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm rooting for Katie. I mean, why not? Why not? I thought it hey, was cute. If they're happy, I God bless them. I hope that they're happy together. That <laughs> I, I think, I think, I I root for both of them. I I hope they I hope they are happy together. Yeah. I thought it, I thought it was funny that they had to toast the two hosts. Uh, the the what what the two the two women Caitlin there who and, Kate Caitlin and Tasha. Yeah. Yes. Who who like were not that helpful for them and and basically almost left Katie to leave the show on her own. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It was yeah. funny that it was like thanks to you two too. I was like, they're not helpful. They yeah. weren't helpful. We're the, yeah, we're the matchmakers. Like what? Yeah. They're, like, they're like, does Michelle need our help? And I thought, are you still hosting? Huh. Um, Katie Levine, I see you leaning forward. Oh, I think that was their announcement that they're hosting Michelle. I think so. I think so. Yeah, oh, because wow. they, they wouldn't have edited it in. Yeah, and it was like clearly also, the tag uh, at the end. Like, yeah. Did you feel I all of a sudden I was like because I was watching that you know the after the final rose and there were like so like the. I was like, why are there so many men in the audience? Yeah. So many men. More men and than I've ever know. seen. I know. And I was also like, where are all the jewel-toned tops yeah. that are usually there? This is not looking right. I know. And then that, it was like the boombox. I know that the boys tell all. They didn't have a lot of jewel tones either. Yeah, <laughs> there are not changing. a lot of jewel tones mm-hmm. at the boys yeah. tell all. Um, well, will you guys stick around and help us pick a tweet of the week? Of course. Okay, great. I also just wanted to give a heads up. We're going to try to find out about Moon Tower um, 
just what the deal is with masking or like COVID testing because I am around somebody who is immune compromised. So um, hopefully – Look, we all want to go to Moon Tower, but we also want to keep you guys safe and us safe. And so uh, we're just getting more information about what the protocol is or, you know, and if we can safely go. So um, I think we all thought a few, like a month and a half ago, there was no Delta variant or whatever. So just, you know, obviously things are, we'll keep you up to date. Hopefully we'll know more at the next episode, but we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted because we really want to go, but we also don't want to get COVID. So we'll find, I'll keep you posted. So there's that. Okay. You guys, come on. You left us so many good reviews. We're still only at 1.4 on Apple. So if you could just go now and give us a click, we're just trying to get to 1.5. The goal is to get to 2000 by the end of the year, but we can't do that if you don't click. Here we go. Um, here's a fun one. Five stars from Desert Flower Boutique. Laugh until I cry. I love this podcast. Arden is hilarious and the guests she brings on are equally as great and funny. Love the production crew too. I am glad I'm still working from home because I literally laugh out loud during every episode. Thanks for the laughs and keep up the great work. Come on, Katie. Production crew, do you feel seen? I feel so seen. I feel so appreciated. Uh, Appreciate, appreciated? I can't talk. I feel appreciated. All right. Here's another fun one. Five stars. I don't know what nickname I have. Is it from? The t- subject is, thank you. I needed this show. Um, the life of an entry-level digitizer is this. You go into the office, boot up whatever robot and computer combo you've been set up with, and then spend eight hours removing staples and paper clips before feeding an endless stream of paper into said robot before going home and mentally preparing to endure the same specific brand of monotony the following day. Sometimes there's a meeting in between. Um But it is with full and complete certainty that I can say that nothing breaks up the mind-numbing, void-staring of digitization like, will you accept this rose? I frequently find myself doubled over with laughter, attempting to hold back tears and snorts as Arden, Anna, Katie, and their pals pass judgment and jokes on the questionable choices of the collective Bachelor Nation. I had not watched a single episode of any Bachelor show before this season, and I now find myself wholly invested in Katie and her suitors, as well as looking forward to Bachelor in Paradise, and it's mostly due to this podcast being such a great and wonderful source of entertainment. Give it a listen. You will not be disappointed. Lots of love and wishes for a lack of drips. A new super fan. How great is that podcast? Uh, that podcast, that review, Miss Katie. That's a fantastic review. I'm glad that you know we can provide some entertainment at their job. Dude, for sure. Absolutely. We also love when you email us. Um, Let's see. Somebody emailed, how do they watch old episodes of The Bachelor? They love uh, love the podcast. You guys are spot on. Bright spot of my week. Thanks for all the laughs. Jim Jeffries' episode left her dead. Um, You can watch them on bachelorarchive.com. You have to set up an account. It's kind of tricky. I think also sometimes, honestly, worst case scenario, you might just have to buy some on iTunes. Do they have them on Hulu or anything, Katie? They have them on Amazon. Uh, Well, there's a few seasons on HBO Max for free, but you can buy them all on Apple or Amazon. Yeah. So I wish I – I know there's an easier way. Give it a shot with Bachelor Archive. That's free, but sometimes it's a a little tricky. I think there was – like one or two seasons on Netflix too. It's kind of like scattered around. Yeah. You might have to just let your fingers do the walking. Well, we love to hear from you, so keep them coming. We also want to say 
There's going to be another special episode later this week with Padgett Brewster, Robbie Benedict, Douglas Benson, and the Sentinel, Jerry Trainer. Everybody is coming. It's going to be later this week. We're going to be talking to them too. So if you think if you think last week was the only week that you got two episodes, think again, fools. We're working double time. Okay. Here we go. Our candidates for Tweet of the Week for the finale episode of Caitlin's season. Ready. From Alexis back in human form at ABC Madsen, the finale would be so much better if the whole episode had a Justin picture in a picture. <laughs> this is from officially seth vatt at basebone one now that greg brader is out of commission katie will combine blake and justin into one giant sex toy called a blastin (laughs) (laughs) this is also from alexis back in human form at abc madsen Justin's parents were right to not bother showing up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking dead on. This is from officially Seth Vatt again at Basebone One. He back. Hi, Seth Vatt. Seth Vatt. I know it's Vatt, but I like to call you Vatt. I don't play games with love, said one of the final two contestants on the dating show for the third time. (laughs) (laughs) This is from Lauren at underscore purple underscore Hades. Aunt, Aunt Lindsay has BDE equals been divorced energy. <laughs> uh, this is from Sarah the Brown at Sarah the Brown. Reality dating show responsible for massive New Mexico wildfire when contestants <laughs> set their fears on fire. More at 11. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ronnie at Ronnie Naples. In tonight's performance of The Bachelorette, the part of the ghost of Neil Lane will be played by Tasha Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. Here we have a couple more. Officially set Vat for number three. Standing next to Hyundai's, standing in as a host, and now hawking Neil Lane rings, I feel like America's really gotten the most out of Tasha's PPP loan. I mean, what a bargain. Oh. <laughs> Turned out she took out a PPP loan. Oh, wow. Yeah, she got like $22,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. her personal LLC or whatever. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of yeah. them did wow. it. Colton was Colton did come out by the way and say that his was for his uh, nonprofit. But yeah, a bunch of them they just were like, yeah, let's get money. Okay, I have two more. This is at wow. Kim Possible at Fantasy FPG Gal Kim. Real talk. Did Katie and Blake start the Dixie Fire? <laughs> yeah. I like oh my god. Trying to find which fire it could have led to because uh, they have fires. And the final contestant, Corey Spencer at Corey Spencer. Katie, I know we're usually having fun on these dates, but tonight we're going to murder a drifter. (laughs) 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 All right. I think I like reality dating show responsible for massive fears on fire. I like that one. Yeah, it's great. Is there another one you like for – do we like – do we like – Parents, right? Not to bother showing up. Are those the two? That would that would okay. really connect oh, okay. with me. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay, these are that the was good. And also the 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 Greg the Blake vibrator thing was funny. The Greg too, vibrator. Yeah. Do you like yeah. that or the uh, fears on fire? 
Oh, I don't know. They were both good. Okay. I'm going to do fears on fire because it I makes like me it. laugh. Okay. okay. Alexis back in human form at ABC Madsen. Justin, parents were right to not bother showing up. <laughs> <laughs> or cute. Sarah the Brown at Sarah the Brown. Reality dating show responsible for massive New Mexico wildfire <laughs> when contestants <laughs> Set their fears on fire. More at 11. Set their fears on fire or Justin's parents. Nick. I I still got to go with Justin's parents. They're both great, though. All right. I'm going to let Mitch be the last one to be the deciding vote. Oh, no. Um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Katie. Fears on fire or Justin's parents? I like them both so much, but I like Justin's parents one. Okay. I'm going to go fears on fire. Wow. Tana. Fears on fire or Justin's parents? I think I'm going to go Justin's parents. Okay, Mitch, Justin's parents or fears on fire? Well, I'm going to go fears on fire, but that still, I believe, means that. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. winner is for the final episode for Katie's season, Alexis back in human form at ABC Madsen. You win with Justin's parents were right to not bother showing <laughs> up. <laughs> Which is so just perfectly true. Yes. It's so perfectly true. Nick Weiger, what would you like to promote? Uh, You know, check out Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. It's me and Mike Mitchell, Arden, one of our favorite guests. Uh, Check out the show. Um, And also, if you're uh, using Spotify, go ahead and stream Lane Hardy's Memorize You, which you might remember from the Bachelor franchise. Wow, that's so great. I love that. Mike Mitchell, what would you like to promote? The Doughboys podcast. We also have a, a Patreon, the Doughboys Double. Check that out. And then um, I'm, I'm in a movie called The Tomorrow War on Amazon Prime. It can still push that. It's been out for a Hell month. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Check Hell it out. yeah. You should put, promote that forever. I got to say, if you've never listened to Doughboys, first of all, what are you waiting for? But I've been on numerous episodes and I have had the greatest time and I really feel very like in my accepted for the trash monster that I am. Like if you want to see me in my happy place going feral, like my Rhode Island self, listen to these episodes. Uh, Anna (laughs) and I, we are finishing up Bachelorette Australia on our Patreon and we're going to do Fuck Boy Island and uh, and email us wow. if you have financial problems and you need help watching it. We don't want anybody to have to watch it out of pocket. So email us at Rose Podcast. But we're going to – we've never done F Boy Island. We're going to hopefully have Nikki Glaser on who's the host. It seems pretty fun. I think it's only like 10 episodes and I, I have not watched one yet but I'm excited to watch it. And you can also follow yeah. me at Arta Marine, M-Y-R-I-N. And we have another episode later this week. Tana, Katie, what would you like to promote? Uh, yeah, just go check out our Patreon. We're finishing up Bachelorette Australia and can't wait for F Boy Island. And I'm just at Anna Hosnia on Twitter. Keep tweeting at us. Katie Levy. I'm at KT underscore money on Twitter and Instagram. And please adopt an animal, especially right now. For the L.A. shelters have like really, really cute dogs. So oh. go check them out. Look them up on Instagram. They all oh. each shelter. Oh, I love that. Just the cutest wow. dogs ever right now. Well, we're going to have another episode later this week, as I mentioned. And then next week, I'm filming a movie in Seattle. So we're not going to be able to record until Wednesday. So our first Paradise episode, if for whatever reason you skip this week, the, the later one, it won't be up till Thursday. So just so you know, it's because... Mom has got to pay her mortgage, girl. <laughs> 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 All right. 
Nick Mitch, what what can I give you a round of applause for being amazing uh, rookies of the season? Really stuck your landing. Thank I, you. I, I salute you. you, but you're both American heroes. I can't wait to watch Bachelor in Paradise. I'm yes! definitely going to watch it. I'm all That's in. the energy that I need. All right. Until next time, I'm Arda Marine. Stay safe and goodbye. Oh, yeah. Want to get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose? Oh, will you accept this rose? This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.